How many times have you walked past a homeless person and not even noticed that they're there? How many times have you maybe noticed them, felt really bad, but kept on walking? Relative socioeconomic privilege is all around us, and it has a huge human and societal cost. Sometimes it's visible, like the people you pass by at the station or the high street, with their dog and with their tent, if they're fortunate enough to have those things. Sometimes they're all alone. Most of the time, relative socioeconomic privilege is hidden. Human beings at work, maybe trying to do their best with what they have, coping with a lack of relative privilege at home that impacts their ability to contribute of their best work. So today's question is: What are you and I doing to curate that relative socioeconomic privilege that we have and empower equity, such that your colleague with less relative socioeconomic privilege can have what they need just to get to the starting line in this race that we call performance and achievement at work? In today's episode, we're joined by Tammy Banks, who was fortunate that one person decided to curate their socio-economic privilege in order to benefit her. As a result of this, Tammy has learned, grown, developed to have her own successful business and give back to those who are most in need. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption Podcast, a podcast by belonging pioneers and Culture Lab Consultancy about the questions and ideas around the hidden barriers to achieving our diversity, equity, and inclusion goals, and making sure we put the S into ESG. This is where we erupt the constraining impact of privilege and explore new possibilities in the context of shared power and purpose. So, if you enjoyed this episode. If it's triggered some thoughts in you, please do share with us what those thoughts are, what you've chosen to do as a result of listening to this podcast, or what you see needs to be done in the workplace to balance the scales of relative socio-economic privilege. And please do leave a comment or email us. Our contact details are in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to work with you to balance the scales of relative socio-economic privilege. So let me tell you a little bit about Tammy. Tammy had a complex childhood. She left school at fifteen and spent her teenage years being homeless, due to somebody stewarding and curating their relative socio-economic privilege. Tammy was able to go to university and study psychology. She shares her story with us here. Tammy has since worked operationally and strategically to champion for system change and create operational solutions that help the most vulnerable and marginalised. In our communities and in our workplaces, to have an opportunity to live their best lives, Tammy's utilised her lived experience to champion for change. She's currently one of only seven parliamentary lay members. Alongside this, Tammy is a businesswoman, an author, a multiple award winner, and she undertakes the Westminster Abbey Fearless Leader Fellowship. On this International Women's Day, I am delighted that in this episode, Tammy shares her experience, so that we can each look at how we can curate our relative socio-economic privilege to empower equity at work. Enjoy this episode, and as I said, please do share with us in the comments how this episode has sparked new thinking for you and what you see to do as a result. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption Podcast with me, Ishreen Bradley, Chief Inspiration Officer at Belonging Pioneers, and me, Cami Nuttall, Founder of Culture Lab Consultancy. 
Privilege is a conundrum that dilutes the culture of fairness at work. And as a leader, you recognize that your organization has more to do. You want to create success through connection and belonging, and you're unsure about how to make it happen. Now, the Privilege Eruption podcast is where you have the opportunity to evolve breakthrough thinking about the impact of power, privilege and purpose and how that shows up at work. And in these podcasts, you will gain the courage and confidence to realize a culture of inclusion for all. Hi, my name is Tammy Banks. I'm really lucky. I'm a mum of two beautiful girls. I run a national training company. I'm the chair of a local authority and I safeguard 78,000 children. I work in parliament on the Committee for Standards. I assess and adjudicate complaints made about MP, MPs. <laughs> you could say that I live quite a charmed life. But I'd like to tell you a story. I'd like to tell you about the fact that I was a child who suffered extreme harm, abuse and neglect. To the extent that I left home at 14 because living on the streets was something that was safer for me than actually being at home. The people who were supposed to safeguard me harmed me, exploited me and made me want to take my own life. I moved into my first homeless hostel on my 16th birthday. Now, why am I telling you all of this today? I'm telling you all of this because I want to talk to you about relative privilege. We all have relative privilege. The word privilege has been weaponized. So many people use that word now and, they, and people recoil from it. But I embrace my privilege. I embrace my privilege to use it to help others at this point in their life. There are things that I can do now. There's things that I can enable, people that I can help because of those that helped me. A few weeks after my 16th birthday, I stomped into the local college. Now, if you can imagine a young girl who had had to bring herself up, had to protect herself, who was expelled from school at 14 and hadn't been in formative education for a good few years, I went into college, not very clean, full of expletives and ordered them to give me an education because I'd done the reading and legally I was entitled to one. So I wanted what I was entitled to. Well, I was soon marched out of there by the security guards. Um, and when I was on my way out, I was told that because I was expelled from school at 14, there's no way that I could manage in college. No way I could manage at that level of education. Now, lucky for me, there was a lady there called Jane. She worked at that college and she followed me out, stood quite far back from me because I was a bit scary as a 16 year old. And she said to me, have you heard of the word appeal? Would you like to sit at the back of my class and we can appeal their, their decision not to allow you to come here? Well, at that point, I'd never ever had anybody, any adult, offer me anything and she gave me some hope. 
took me a few weeks, but I did go back. And I sat at the back of her class every day. And sometimes I turned up and I hadn't eaten. Sometimes I turned up and I hadn't slept. Many times I turned up and she just let me sleep at the back of her class. But in six weeks, what was supposed to be a year's course, I'd completed with distinction because somebody gave me that opportunity. I also then won a national award and ended up going to university. And the rest is history because I am where I am now and I'm in a really, really fortunate position. I love my life. I absolutely love it. My children have got everything that they need to make a difference in this world. But I can tell you something. When we did that privilege walk out there, I was right at the back. And not only was I right at the back, I had to take a moment to step away, to take a breath. This is the world that we live in. This is the difference that you can make. You can be that Jane. And it wasn't tricky. She just gave me some hope. Now, within the work that I do today, I've developed a training methodology that utilizes the power of people's lived experience to deliver transformational training to organizations. So we, we have people who have lived experience of marginalization, lived experience of harm, abuse, and neglect, and they use my, my training methodology, they use my best-selling book, and they build a business, and they work with us, and they live their dreams. On a grand scale, that's me using my relative privilege. Really, honestly, I am so pleased that I can be in the position to offer people those opportunities. But that's not all that changes lives. I, of course, I would ask you to look at your processes, do what Anil said, and really analyse your own kind of privilege, the organisation you work in, the way that you do things differently. Hold your leaders to account. Hold yourself to account. But also, realise it doesn't have to be complicated. Every smile that you give, every kind word, every time you open the door for somebody, every time you just offer a hand to somebody who nobody has offered that hand to, or nobody has given that opportunity, or nobody has bothered to connect with, every single time you show just a little bit of kindness. Every time you recognise your relative privilege, you can make a difference. When I was homeless, when I was literally struggling to survive, for a period of time, I lived in a 55-bedded homeless hostel. And that was the point when I was at college. Now, you might be thinking back then, that must have been terrible. And I can honestly tell you, yeah, it was. It was awful. But even in that scenario, I had relative privilege. I was in the UK. I was white. I had somebody who was looking out for me at the college and feeding me. I had access to some education. Even then, I would take 
food back from the canteen or I would half what I had to share with my friends who I loved and who were keeping me safe because it was a dangerous world. Even then, I would take things back to them or I would share some of my learning with them. We'd have laughs and jokes that evening over what I had learned and what they hadn't. So I'm imploring you, honestly, you might be able to do big things, you really might, but equally, you might only be able to do small things because we've only got as much as we can give on any one day and we've all got complex lives. But I'm imploring you to just think day by day, whatever your privilege is, whatever it is, it is a privilege. It's something to embrace and it's something to share because life shouldn't be a competition. We shouldn't be judging each other on all of these different variety of factors. We should be coming together. We should be collaborating and we should be growing. I want to finish this by just saying it has been my absolute pleasure to be invited tonight. And on, on the way here, I had in my ears Cammy and Ishreen on their podcast. If you leave this room and you think, what can I do? What can I do? Please just download their podcast and listen to it because it will give you a thousand different ideas. Nothing needs to be complicated at all. Thank you very much for listening to me. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. Our intention is to bring you new insights about the impact of power, privilege and purpose at work for you and for your organisation. You can check out our episode description for social media accounts and don't forget to send in your questions and you can send those to our email equitychampions at belongingpioneers.com. We look forward to sharing more about power, privilege and purpose at work with you on this podcast. Now, if you got value, please remember to share it with your networks. Please leave us a review. And as Cami said, please do remember to send us any questions that you'd like us to discuss on this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye.